Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Hot and Bravo for another edition of Housewives Herstory. I'm Eddie, and before we get started, I have a quick and exciting announcement. All three parts of this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Season 5 Housewives Herstory are already on Patreon. If you aren't familiar with Patreon, it's a platform that allows creators to publish exclusive content and provide a bunch of benefits to monthly supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash hotandbravoed. For as little as $2 a month, you'll get early access to parts two and three of this Housewives History series before it will be fully available on July 25th. Going forward, all Housewives History series will be posted in their entirety on Patreon first. Because we want to make sure you're getting the most value possible by being one of our dedicated supporters, the benefits do not stop there. In addition to early access to our Housewives History, you'll also receive access to our exclusive This Week in Bravo series, our ongoing Reality Rewind series, where we are currently recapping Vanderpump Rules Season 2, 10% off merch, and so much more. We would be incredibly, incredibly grateful if you could all take the time to check out this offer because your support on Patreon will allow us to continue producing this podcast and improving it as well. Without your support on Patreon and beyond, we couldn't do this podcast, and we truly appreciate all of you. If you want to get hot and bothered with us, or you just want to learn more about the Hot and Bravo exclusive benefits, go to patreon.com slash H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Thank you all, and we hope you enjoy. We're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected you. you. About my marriage? But what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We all dressed with this. I don't know. Don't, don't, don't ever bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to say that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We are so excited because, once again, we are diving deep into the world of Real Housewives <laughs> and doing a Housewives history once again, this time, on Season 5 of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Today, I'm joined by my two partners in crime, TICs, <laughs> up in here, and that is Kevin O'Keefe and Camille Pereira. Hi. Camille, good to have you back. Oh, I'm so happy to be back, not we mi- sick. We missed you during Vanderpump. I was so sad to miss it. Yeah. But it's okay, because now we're back in the BH. Yes. And we're gonna get we're gonna get it going. Vanderpump rules was Mia Stasi and Kevin as Ariana. Who would you have been <laughs> if you had been with us? Ah, that's hard because I feel like probably uh, You're gonna say Lisa, aren't you? I'm gonna be Lisa. <laughs> okay, you can be Lisa. No, I'm not I'm I'm really not. I wanna be Lisa, but I feel like I'm more of a like I'm Christina Kelly. Okay. I'm, oh. Icon and legend. I stand <laughs> that decision because spot on. Spot on. What can I say? Yeah. That's She's so like real. a jewelry designer now or like some designer Who or something. Isn't? I know, we right? We all have Etsy. Yeah. Remember at one point Stassi had her statement necklaces and so did Luann. They probably just ripped the tag off Stassi's and gave it to Luann. Probably. Like, Luann, here's your <laughs> brand new line of statement necklaces. Ignore that Stassi had them prior. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, we, this is our third season now in the Beverly Hills universe because oh we did Beverly Hills 2, we did Vanderpump Rules 2, and now we're doing Beverly Hills 5. 
Guys, I, flies. I mean, it's, I think we have just a connection to the Beverly Hills area because we are so close to it in our daily yeah. lives that we really feel a connection to Lisa Renna. <laughs> or is that just me, maybe? <laughs> to Lisa Renna. All the Beverly Hills ladies. I truly feel most connected to Eileen Davidson, I think. I, she's yeah, I see that I'm you. a Yolanda, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yes. Or I want to be a Yolanda. You're just not without a fake Well, disease. you know what? Character isn't what you have. It's who you are. <laughs> it's, it's who you are. <laughs> that fucking brave-ass accent she What's puts the- on. Amazing. <laughs> What's the thing? What means conlingus? Yeah. <laughs> she loves a good what means. She says what, what means, means wig. <laughs> what means Munchausen. What means wig. She's the best. Um, but uh, this is also kind of perfect because we're in Beverly Hills right now. Yeah. Season nine. And this has like a lot of, I don't know, nods to the season nine that we're in right now. And there's yeah. like a lot of weird stuff. There's a, the thing about the season that I think is interesting is that there's a lot of references to old uh, seasons of Beverly Hills at this point, And then also a lot of like foreshadowing yes. to like what we've watched now and what we've seen in later seasons. Obviously this is Rena's first season and a star is born. Woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we run down our cast let's, with taglines? Yeah, do it. Let's do the taglines. And then we're passing the torch, of course, to you, Kevin, our resident historian. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the first tagline is Lisa Vanderpump's Throw me to the wolves and I shall return leading the pack, which is such Just a fucking home run. Drop the mic. Like, stop the tagline. Top tag five of all time. Enough after top that. one of all oh, time. 100%. I love this tagline. I think line. it's my favorite. Yeah. And second, like a very close second is what is it? Uh, I, I give the people what they want and they always want more. I do want that one. <laughs> that one's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I think that, you know, obviously the best taglines tie into what's happening mm-hmm. with a Housewives narrative, yes. but aren't too, I feel like New York often gets kind of like punny or gimmicky yeah. about it. And I think people like that. I, yeah. I prefer being a bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and that's Rena's tagline this season, which was uh, in the game of life, it's Rena take all. Mm. That feels to me more like a New York tagline. Yes. And I said that when it first happened. It's great. Yeah. But yeah. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the best taglines of other cities allude to it without getting too heavy handed yeah um, another great one is candy burris's in season 10 of atlanta um if you mess with the boss you might get fired because mm-hmm. yes. she had just gotten vader <laughs> <laughs> from the season. Um, uh, but yeah so this obviously is alluding to the fact that lisa had until now mm-hmm. probably her worst season in season four yep. um in which the housewives all turned on her in puerto rico um what a major a effort led by Brandy Glanville and Kyle Richards to take her down <laughs> almost worked, uh-huh. but it didn't. The reunion it didn't quite land, and even by the reunion, you could tell that people were sort of like yeah. waffling. Um, and it winds up being a big narrative this season that LVP is is trying to sort of like, you know, get her crown back, and she she does. Yeah, she really does. She like works the room. This consistently. is this is like if if she were somehow to stay on after this season, which is obviously not the case, this is what her recovery would look like and or should look like if it was done right. And I kind of wanted her to start making these steps that yeah. she makes in season five that we were watching mm-hmm. in the current season that we were watching today, because that's what I missed about Lisa Vanderpump. And that's why I was kind of sad that she was so defeated yeah. that she couldn't continue. She but got her, her, the crown got too heavy, yeah. darling. Uh, <laughs> sometimes when you're dripping in jewels, the tears come too. Yeah. Are you made of taglines? Like, what is that? I don't know. They just pull them out. <laughs> Literally, that just came from nowhere. The housewife's gods, like, just bestow these gifts upon me. The gift of gab, honey. All right. We'll move on. 
character isn't what you have. It's who you are. <laughs> You're Yolanda. That's Yolanda. Miss Yolanda Hadid Foster. <laughs> Yolanda Hadid Foster, neither of whom she's married to. <laughs> no. <laughs> You've heard a lot about me, but it's only true when it comes from my lips. <laughs> Lisa Renna. Oh. And me. Mouth. You mouth. Mouth. <laughs> mouth over there. Mouth over there. Mouth. Oh, God. I forgot how funny this season was. Oh, it's really um, right. Then with Eileen Davidson, we have, I'm not a bitch, but I've played one on TV. <laughs> uh, Emmy winning. Emmy winning. Eileen <laughs> Davidson. I love that they have her walking with the Emmy in the intro, too. <laughs> the Emmy was like its own like friend of the Housewives <laughs> this season. Everyone got to meet You know what? Her. The Emmy was Dana Pam's. <laughs> yes. $25,000 sunglasses yes. of this season. It was the accessory of the season. Each season has one. Oh my God. It was God. the ball and gag or the panties and for yeah. Penny Gate season. Yeah. Battle Hills is all about the accessories. It's all about accessories. Yeah. Camilla, too. I've been rich and I've been famous, but happiness beats them both. You like this camera uh, okay. don't you? I don't like it. I hate it, but there's something about how much I hate it that makes me like it. See, that's where I am with everybody loves a comeback, especially starring me, which no. is her season four tagline. Ugh. The thing- she has the worst. I think she might have the worst taglines. I mean, for somebody who's had five, I can't point to any of them as good. Everyone's like, honestly, that she does sounds like something is wrong with her. Like, <laughs> how did you write this? What influence she, were you under? I mean, uh, LVP kind of alludes to it this season, but like, even when Kim is talking normally, she sounds fucked up. Yes. And I know sometimes I slur on this podcast, but I actually did have a little bit of wine before recording this yeah, one yeah. today, so you know what? Speaking of having too much wine before a podcast. Uh-oh. I'd rather spend my life kicking ass than kissing it. This is a really bad tagline by her, this is by Brandy worst. Glanville. Yeah, it's... <sighs> but it's so brandy. Like, it's so on point, but it's like the most basic version of herself. Which is sort of reflective of yeah. the whole season. But anyway, and then our final, Kyle Richards... Shockingly not talking about either Beverly Hills nor fakes. Planes and yachts are nice, but my happiness starts at home. Which I'm like, yes, Mauricio has a big dick. I get it. Like, my happiness would start at home too. I get it. Oh, and man. also, I want to say I loved this subtle, like, dig in her intro with her, like, making out with Mauricio. It's like, no, this man is mine. Right, because the previous season yeah. Yeah. was when the allegations that Mauricio had cheated had come up. And, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it shows them with their kids. This time she was locking lips with Mauricio. <laughs> yep. Maurice? Maurice. Hi, Maurice. Wait, where, where did the Maurice come from? Is Apparently, that just like- Kyle has said that Kim, like, does affectionately call him Maurice. It's just that... The one time it ha- the, the one time it most memorably happened, she was like spitting it across yeah. at him, so it sounded like an insult. Maurice, Maurice, Maurice. <laughs> but no, he she, she like calls him it this season very affectionately. Like it's so weird. Apparently, it's a deal. It's so weird. Whatever. Anyway, as we alluded to uh, in the taglines, uh, LVP very much goes into the season at the bottom of the poll. Mm-hmm. But it, and it's interesting to hear what you say, Eddie that you wish that LVP would take some of the actions that she did this season in the contemporary season, season nine, because I actually don't think LVP does much. I think the rest of the ladies realized being on, they were not going to successfully take LVP down. And so they sort of scramble to get back. back Yeah. Yeah, Cause what I was going to say is that I don't even think once does she apologize for anything that she did. She she gives one apology and it's a half-assed apology about, um, apologizing to Brandy for, um, 
for bringing Sheena around. But yeah. she is really good about making the women feel guilty about yeah. everything. Oh, and, I, and I think that's kind of almost what she was trying to do by kind of pulling herself out of the situation mm-hmm. this season. And it just didn't work yeah. the same way that it did in season five. Yeah. She like avoids things season five, but yeah. not to the extent that we're seeing currently. Well, it's also like in this first interaction that she has with Kyle, finally in this new season, it's like, oh, I was very hurt. Kyle's like, well, I was very hurt by what happened. And Lisa's like, well, I was hurt too. And she's very good at doing that. And she could have probably gotten away with it in this season. And she, we see her doing it with Denise or whoever else will listen to her. Like <laughs> Denise or whoever the, else will the, give her the time. What's his name? Camille. John. John the, Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, John Blizzard. One of them. One Hot of them. Cole, John. Camille too. Like she is able to be like, I feel so hurt. I blah, blah, blah. Like that's how she left in uh, Puerto Rico was like, she was completely Even brandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, too brandy? I don't want to be here anymore. And then yeah. she leaves and then it's like, whatever. Okay, fine. This is what she does. And she basically postured as victim the entire yeah. season four reunion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it, the season four reunion is an odd one because it's so focused on Brandy just burning Hoise as many times as she can Hoise. before Hoise goes out the door. <laughs> like really, that is just a machine gun loaded up with insults, and she is fired. So she's calling like, um, and the, and it's also Carlton oh and Kyle fighting. The, the thing is, the so season weird. four reunion is ultimately about people who don't return. Yeah. Um, and that's, we'll get into it a little yeah. bit. This season very much feels like a reset from season four in a yeah. lot of ways. But the one thing that really does stick is that Brandy gets fucked over because LVP gets Kyle back mm-hmm. begging for good graces. They both emphasize to each other like loyalty, yeah. which feels like very coded, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. They, they've got some dirt on each other oh, for 100%. sure. Um, Yolanda kisses the ring which is fascinating mm-hmm. to me considering their power dynamic yeah. which I'm going to bring it up a couple different times but uh, Tamara Tattles who's one of my favorite mm-hmm. Housewives bloggers she has an amazing piece I think the headline is just here's how the real Housewives of Beverly Hills works and it basically runs down the way in which seasons three through six were a chess match between oh. Yolanda and LVP yeah and it's I mean it completely changed how I watch oh I want to read that the show it's really fascinating I recommend that as as reading a lot but I'll bring it up a couple different times yeah because I do think that comes into play a lot this season although not as much as next season obviously because next season is Yolanda's final stand yikes um what is what means what what means what means wig um But yeah, it's interesting. We only see Yolanda making up with her in flashbacks. So it's very much, we're supposed to get the idea that like everybody's kind of coming Mm -hmm. back to, back to LVP. Yeah. Um, And Brandy is of the mind that LVP should apologize to her. And she holds on to that a little bit more tightly than all of the others do. Yeah. Um, The problem is LVP does not see herself as needing to apologize at all. And also is expecting Brandy to, you know, Gravel. Yeah. <laughs> As she should. No, I'm just kidding. That awful song. Oh my god. Literally makes her sing a song at pump. Oh, and oh. it still doesn't work. It still does not work. Um, but you can sort of already see, right? Like I, I always talk about the ways in which you can look at confessionals as telling the story before the story mm-hmm. of the season actually happens. Because here we have in Real time, Brandy is actively trying to get LVP's right. friendship back. Right. But then when you cut to the confessionals, she's very anti-LVP. Yeah. She does not give a shit. She's constantly bringing up LVP's age, mm-hmm. taking shots at her. Mm-hmm. It's like you can 
you already know how this is going to end. Totally. Right? Like, there's no way they're going to end in a good space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's interesting to watch, like, scenes like the song. Or um, the, when she's on the hike with Kyle and Brandy decides to call LVP, try to apologize, but then her phone dies. And the <sighs> idiot thinks it's a good idea to call on Kyle's phone. Yeah, and then Lisa's so immediately like, are you with Kyle? Yeah. Like, and it's like, like no duh. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. So it's like, it's weird to hear Brandy talking smack in her confessionals and then be like, will you come to my housewarming party? My parents are going to be there. Like, she's so... so desperate? Desperate. Yeah. I, I did really feel that, like, desperateness for her. And I was like, Brandy, why are you trying so hard? And then I'm, like, thinking back and I'm like, oh my gosh, at this point in... Beverly Hills history, if you weren't on the good graces with Lisa Vanderpump, mm-hmm. basically your life was over. It was like being in the plastics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though you hated yourself, you needed to be in it to survive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what I was noticing, and this is like probably a little bit of a segue, is that when I think about Lisa's like role in at least the first like three seasons, she does a really good job of developing storylines outside of the women. Oh yeah. So she has Cedric, she has her Pandora's restaurant, wedding. she has Pandora's wedding, she has all these other things. And she's kind of, even in, in like the first two seasons and first three seasons, there are lots of things where, and even in this season, there's lots of things where she's not involved with the other women. Oh yeah, Max's adoption story. Yeah. Max's which adoption we're not going to talk about because yeah. it's the dullest fucking it's plot so line. so boring. But she, it is there. Yeah, or she's not at the poker party because she's in some place in the Riviera or wherever. She shows up to Amsterdam late. Exactly. Like, she was in Cancun, wasn't she? Or like Cabo or something. She was in Mexico. Yeah, something like that. With Jiggy in the little tent. Mm-hmm. Oh God, It's ridiculous. Yeah. I oh, love geez, it. It's a nude be, beach. It's a nude beach. I would so go I would over. go with her in that tent. But I think we're seeing that she's trying to do the same thing this season. Season. She's mad that she's been cut out of all of the episodes near yeah. the end. In fact, she, last night was the finale, and that was her first appearance in several episodes. And once again, it is uh, away from all the other women because it's yeah. the opening of the Vanderpump Garden in Vegas. Right, right. Um, she wa- she she's like, why was my stuff with uh, the Trevor Project not shown? It's like, Lisa, mm-hmm. you're not on the show yeah. if you're shooting your own stuff. It's not. We haven't had that kind of show since OC season one. Like. Yeah. Housewives is ultimately fundamentally about the women interacting with each other. At least one of the other women. Like you, yes. like the first three seasons, she was able to get away with that because a wedding always people love that. And there was ties to Vanderpump Rules. And so there was something interesting there. And she, she used Vanderpump Rules as a crutch. hundred percent. Yeah. Rich people so, annoy me. Yeah. yeah. One of the yeah. biggest. We talked about it on our last uh, reality yeah. rewind. Yeah. Ugh, I love it. And Housewives history. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting that she continues that but then realizes like later in the season she needs to kind of engage because there's so much else happening while she's not there and maybe it's not like a conscious effort on her part this season but I feel like it's definitely something that happens where now she's more involved than ever before right I just think she just doesn't see getting involved with the other women as ultimately a net positive for Mm -hmm. her because if we look back season two she got burned during the tea Mm -hmm. when all of a sudden she was i mean camille was the one who got that worse obviously right but like all of a sudden she was um part of this feud with taylor um season four the puerto rico thing happened yeah season six with the munchausen's thing that blew up on her very hard Mm -hmm. um Season eight, the tension with Dorit and Kyle mm-hmm. and their friendship. Season three, the whole back and forth with Kyle not backing her up. And now yep. she has yep. Brandy. And there was that whole thing with Faye Resnick and the <laughs> Chanel's. Um, yeah. I think she liked Brandy because she could sort of like 
stay involved in the drama, but Brandy would be the shield ahead of her. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that th- the introduction and you know the introduction of Lisa Rinna is perfect because now she is the conduit for that. She's the Brandy. She takes that space, and that's I think also why like Carlton and Joyce were like, excuse me, Hoyse are like we're Please like refer to her as a yeah, proper name on this podcast. Yeah, like, corrected yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, like she still hangs out with Hoise. I don't oh, know. Sure Best friends. They're all over talking it's so, on Twitter. I met them once at Pump and they were together holding dogs who may not have even been theirs. But but I think Hoise is sort of LVP's ideal friend, right? She's useless. Yeah. She's non-threatening. Oh, absolutely. Hoise is useless. Sorry. Well, she, like, I know, a, but like the, she's the, a the canoe. Easy, so that you're like, she's the perfect friend. No, she's I've useless. said this a zillion times on this podcast and I will it's always say it. 100% true. Hoise is the one acceptable target in the Housewives universe <laughs> where we just... All hater, yeah, like there's no, no even somebody like Siggy Flicker. Like occasionally, yeah, people yeah. will defend Siggy. No I one defends. <laughs> no one defends Hoyse. No. Like she's there's fully. We watched Brandy defend. bully her for a full season of television, and we came out on Brandy's side. We were like, <laughs> that oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great TV. I will never forget. Anyway, yeah. you, you talked about Lisa being introduced, yeah. and I think Rinna and, and Eileen should be sort of our next mm-hmm. topic. Yes. Um, there's a few previous connections here, which as Beverly Hills has gone on, has gotten worse um, because oftentimes they'll bring in women like Teddy mm-hmm. who have... Now, funny enough, Teddy's actually wound up being a great connection because she and Kyle are now like yeah, right. best friends forever. But when she came in, she had no connection to anybody right. on that guy. It was literally like they were sending her and LVP out to do horse stuff because... <laughs> They're like, you guys both like horses. Yeah. You guys know how to ride a horse? Right. Let's go. Saddle right. <laughs> up, buckaroo. Right. And I actually think one of the reasons why Denise has worked so well this season is she did have a few right. connections to this cast. In fact, she shows she up shows in up. this yeah, season. Yeah, it's so good. At least that she's like, oh, you're Charlie Sheen. You were married to Charlie Sheen. She's like, oh, me and Charlie Sheen have something in common. That weird story about their cars the car? being so weird. thrown over a cliff. Yeah. Was it their Bentleys, right? Yeah. Probably. Yep. That's so casual. Like someone going around stealing Bentleys and like throwing them off cliffs and it happens to be Lisa Vanderpump and Charlie Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I got very strong um, Dorinda showing up in a random episode of season three of New York. Yes. You know, Barbara, Barbara the same. Yes. Barbara's yeah. in some episode, mm-hmm. like very well, randomly. Well, she's in a very important part of one of the episodes. Uh, when she reveals that Luann's just going to get married no matter what. Right. Well, right. no, even before that. But even before that, that you're right. Yeah. You remember the, um, oh my God, what was it? It was when Miss America was at that party with Aviva. and, w- and Where they're trying to catch her in the line. Yeah, and Aviva like, like said yeah. that she had a threesome with yes. her dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Barbara's there and she's Miss like, USA, excuse me, not Miss America. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> I feel like we did. Did we do a Housewives history on that season? Season six of yeah. New York. Yeah. Was that season six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. just such a like. Because remember, Kelly Benzmone also shows up as the yes. special guest oh, in that. God. And Ramona's like, what the fuck? <laughs> God, season six is really did good. Wear really like good. a weird like headdress. Yes. <laughs> But yes, uh, so Rina and Eileen do have more connections oh, because man. Rina um, knows Kyle. F- well, Kyle knows Rina from TV, and then apparently they live in the same neighborhood. But also, they have connections to Bethany, so right. there must be a connection within right. there too. They also know each other from Kabbalah class, <laughs> which I've never felt something more like that was dated when she said it in yeah. this, this year of this yeah. season. Like Kabbalah is like a 2007, 2008 thing. 100%. Madonna like, was Kabbalah. Yeah. Ariana Grande did Kabbalah. Uh, 
Ashton Kutcher and Demi were all about Kabbalah. Yes. So I don't that is know what, I what think Kabbalah of. is. I've just been floating it's, around you wear the bracelet. Yeah, it's an offshoot. <laughs> you wear a bracelet. It's a more spiritual offset offshoot of Judaism. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway. Couldn't so. tell you any of anything about it. Yeah. Nothing love, at all. Would love to do some more research on that. Yep. And, you know. Let's bring it back. Let's yeah. Bring back Kabbalah. <laughs> if we're bringing back Kitson, we might as well bring back yeah, Kabbalah. Like, what is this resurgence of like my early like aughts? Like, yep. Oh, Next man. thing you know, Ashley Simpson will release an album. I, have you listened to her album with Do her husband? Do you know she has Evan? a show? It's so good. She does. She yes. has a show with the husband. With the husband. I stand them because their album is actually so good. They're, They're both also so a talented. Gorgeous couple. Yes. Yeah, that's that is true. A beautiful, beautiful couple. On a um, Monday, LVP knew Rena well enough somehow to uh-huh. like throw a birthday party for her at <laughs> Pump and like quickly take her under her wing. Also bizarre because Pump is not open during the day and she opens it during the day special for like this event. And I'm like, I've blacked out at brunch there multiple times since. <laughs> yep. It was new. It's a time in history. It was new. A little yeah. moment. Vander Pump. Yeah. yeah. Was, I texted you guys and I was like, wait, I just noticed this on this rewatch. It's Vander Pump. Yeah. Well, and if you do it on, I think it's Lyft. If you look up Pump, it's, it's still listed Vanderpump? as Vander Space Pump. What so weird. Isn't that bizarre? That's so weird. Because I, I often will look at it and I'm like, wait, that's wrong. No. Um, pump team, social team, or online team, if you're listening, please fix that. Please correct that. It's pump really team. annoying. Should we text Gigi? <laughs> I got her number. Almighty. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rina also brings in Eileen. They're... It's funny because I remember them as like, this is a little bit of Ramona Sonia where mm-hmm. I remember them so firmly now as like best friends yes. forever that when they first come in, they're like, we haven't seen each other in a while. I'm like, no, you've always been friends. Like you, yeah. uh, they, they, they have. They used to work yeah. on soaps together. Like they have been friends for years. The clip of them in whatever soap opera that I was know, is it was my amazing. favorite thing to watch. It was days, right? I think it was days because she was the original Billy. Right, right, right. No, not, not the replacement Billy. Couldn't the original. She Billy. was the original Billy, and then I love when her and uh, Brandy are fighting about it. And Brandy's like, "I bet you a hundred dollars," and she was like, "Okay." Yeah. Ah! And she was like, "I was in it. I was there. <laughs> yeah, right. I was there." Um, but yeah, and then Kyle knows Eileen because she did a guest spot on Days a year ago, which I think it's so weird that there's footage of, yeah. like, they were just taking spare footage. It, that's sort of like um, in OC10 when they reintroduced Megan King Edmonds because she was right. the woman that Shannon's husband was talking to mm-hmm. at Heather's party the year before. I'm like, it's so weird. Like, how much footage must they, I mean, we saw that in season nine of Beverly Hills when they brought out that random ass old clip of... Uh, Camille, Camille saying LVP is the one who set up the but now we said it thing. Right. Yeah. They just must have hours and hours and hours of footage <laughs> just waiting to be so explored. Because like that is such a random I thing for them to have. Of I would love a week in the archives. Me yes. too. And we could just like pull footage from like and be like, I want to see this whole scene how it played out. There are yeah. so many things. There's so, there, first of all, I want to see every every, every non edited thing that Ray from New York has ever said. True. Because that is just perfect. Everything yep. he said is perfect. Yeah. Ibiza Ray. Ibiza Ray. I would Ibiza love to. I would love to have that full Drinks, conversation. Please. Yeah. Gay, Ray. Gay Ray. I want to see every inch of footage they have from Dinner Party from Hell. Oh yes. my god! Because you know some shit went down there that yeah. we're not seeing. Well, also Scary have... Island because they keep saying yeah. that it was so yeah. much worse than oh, Scary Island. That's really what I want to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Dinner Party from Hell has one of those. One of those. Up, I think Producer it has one cuts. of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can still find it on. Uh, I think it's on YouTube. It's, no, not it's on definitely Hulu? not on Hulu. Oh, no. Um, it's on, I want to say, like, Daily Motion or Vimeo. That's so weird because, you know, um, for uh, the table flip in New Jersey, it's on Hulu. Yes. Yeah. So why don't they have... Ugh, whatever. Whatever. Well, hopefully soon it will all be on NBC Universal's new streaming program that we're all okay. going to be signing Hashtag up for. Hashtag ad. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... 
Uh, Rina comes in basically immediately. Eileen's mm-hmm. actually not introduced until episode three um, and doesn't actually get introduced until introduced to the rest of the cast right. till episode six mm-hmm. sort of indicates to me that she was a later cast maybe was originally going to be a friend of and then what happens in the back of the season draws her into the drama too heavily for her to just be mm-hmm. a friend sort of an opposite situation where she was supposed to be demoted in season mm-hmm. seven and Eden was supposed to be a full timer and Eden turned out to be such a fucking disaster that they had to swap them <laughs> Oh, Eden. Eden almost came on this podcast way back in the day. She said yes and then backed out last minute. That's very Eden behavior. Yep. I'm in shaking his head. No, maybe I have a different history. It was a publicist issue. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Same same deal. No, you know, we tried. Um, But yeah, so Rinna is, you know, working her ass off as she always does. She's a hustle, 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 hustle. hustle. Don't hustle the hustler. (laughs) By the way, just one aside tidbit. I was freaking out when she's reading that thing with her agent about Scream. Oh my God. Okay, because if you guys have not seen the Scream TV show, loved it because I'm a huge Scream fan. Isn't it coming back? Okay, so this is the story about it coming back. It's supposed to have been coming out for like two years now. And it kept getting delayed because first they couldn't find out where they were going to put it. They were going to put it on Netflix. It was supposed to be on MTV. Then the whole Weinstein thing happened, and it was a Weinstein property. So it's finally coming Ooh. out. The third season with like Kiki Palmer's in it. Right, it's a heavily black cast Blosh. now. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. So it's an anthology now, and they're moving to Atlanta instead of where they were in like the original. But huh. like when she was like, "Oh yeah, I was gonna be mom," I'm like, "I want to go back and watch it and see if she was cast because literally, I was freaking out. I was like, this is my show. Like this was my shiz." Well, as they <laughs> as they talk about at one point, Rina sort of has done everything. You yeah, know, she, she has. During the reunion, uh, she says that she turned down Diving with the Stars, and yeah. then they're like, well, you've done every other reality show. <laughs> I, I loved how Kim tried to be like, I, I'm a lot yeah, more I'm picky a lot more than picky. you are. Sharknado, oh, yeah. Diving with the Stars. A, a like, two-minute appearance on Revenge. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Revenge, never forget. Madeline. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, Eileen eventually comes in. Mm-hmm. Rinna's there from the beginning. LVP sort of immediately takes Rinna under her wing. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty quickly becomes anti-Brandy. Like, yeah. rewatching the season, I think I, I think she gives Brandy a little bit more rope than I remembered. Mm-hmm. I remember that it was just like... Instantly? Right. Rinna was just like an anti-Brandy minion mm-hmm. immediately. But she does... She has lunch with her. She, you know, tries to, tries to build something. But uh, but LVP is poisonous as well. Oh, 100%. Know, well. And another thing that's great about the addition of these two ladies is that they're already actresses. Yes. So they're camera ready. Yes. Like in in stark contrast to like a Jules from New who's York. really just like trying or like to make Or like even a Catherine Edwards who like doesn't know what the <laughs> hell she's forget. doing. Like they are on, they're ready to go. They're like, they're giving us stuff. Like right. even Eileen as much as if, you know, there's there's the haters out there. I think that Eileen at least can move things forward. She was and she's gives, terrific at that. Yeah, actually. she's good about kind of bringing the ladies together, even when yeah. she does that, like, two, like one on one with Kyle and Kim later in the season, yes. where she's like that mediator. She understands her role mm-hmm. as this kind of middle ground, but like yeah. always the voice of reason in the cast. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we really have that now in a current Beverly Hills season. Like, who would you say? I wouldn't say it's Teddy. Erica was it for about the first half Mm -hmm. of the season, which was an interesting new role for her. And I kind of liked her in that. And then once LVP went down, the drama started to involve her and she got back into this. I'm bummed she's had as bad of a back half of the season as she has. Yeah, it's been rough. I thought she was terrific the first half of the season. And then, and then it's kind of fell apart, but like, it's very Cynthia Bailey in Atlanta. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 There you go. 
it was very Kyle in season seven of Beverly Hills when like right. her drama arcs had pretty much ended. Mm-hmm. Very Heather Dubrow, yeah. OC10, yes, like very, very much. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's an important role. I always say that like the the accelerant of the cast, the sort of like, all right, let's move things mm-hmm. along, kind of always gets overlooked. But like the shows don't really work without right. them. If you I don't also have that think person. that she is good at. Um, like getting things out and like initiating conversations between people who've had disagreements with Brandy. She's always like, I'm not going to like talk behind your back about this. I'm going to come to your face and, and tell you, I don't think you're a nice person or whatever yep. it is. She doesn't shy away from any kind of conflict, which obviously is kind of necessary, but she's not antagonistic. In exactly. The way that is. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. And like, even the reason that Yolanda, I think takes to Eileen is because she seems in my opinion, very genuine when she apologizes, it's not like, you know, fake or like to show, like to say that she's apologizing. It seems very genuine. And it seems like she always is pretty level headed when it comes to it, which is probably not the most interesting thing as a housewife, but, but it's important. I like I think it. She's more compelling to watch the season than Yolanda is. Like, That's true. I agree. And I Yolanda agree. gets the credit in the reunion for being the peacemaker, but I'm like, no, it's- I, I think Eileen was not necessarily peaceful, but she was, much more engaged mm-hmm. in, in the goings on than, than I, Yolanda was. I wouldn't say she was like peaceful, but she was definitely like the mediator for yeah. a lot of yes. major issues Mediator's and situations. Mediator's the way to put it. And I, and I also think it's interesting because she had probably the like the least amount of like connection to this group. Mm-hmm. So she was able to take a very unbiased perspective. I think that's really true, yeah. especially with the whole Kyle and Kim situation. Yeah. The way she handles that and the way she's kind of being like, I have sisters, I've been mm-hmm. in fights, I understand like... She I've was lost just, sisters. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, I have this objective kind of view and understand what you guys are going through and you guys need to fix it now. Mm-hmm. Right. And and also with Brandy, where Yolanda has like this history with Brandy, Eileen doesn't. And it has more, I don't know, it's like it finds it easier to kind of call Brandy on her shit than Yolanda ever has. Although that goes south quickly because one of the first scenes that Brandy and Eileen <laughs> share is... <laughs> so... Brandy has pretty well established herself at this point as like a fan of Days of Our Lives. Um, she really she's she's excited about talking to Eileen about oh, it, and she really wants to like play act soap opera with Eileen. And then she throws out of nowhere, throws wine in Eileen's face, and I'm convinced we do not get this scene in, in full uh-uh. in its entirety. No, because not. these women have no reaction to it other than sort of being like well that's weird like nobody has <laughs> like what would you do if you had wine thrown in your face you'd be screaming like yes you'd be like what the fuck is wrong with why you why did you do that <laughs> that's that's yolanda yeah I, that's all she said they really aren't like as angry she's emotional she's upset yeah. but like everyone else should be more angry i right. feel like okay as someone who has thrown a drink in someone else's <laughs> face, I have to say that, first of all, it was wrong of me to do it. Yes, I understand. Two. But they deserved it. People are in so <laughs> much shock when it happens that no one's really reacting. And no one knows, like, because no one really sees the situation and no one's really paying attention, like, 100%. So, like, mm-hmm. when it happens, you're like, okay, shit, what just happened? And no one kind of gets mad at anyone. Like, we kind of, like, hugged it out. And I, like, pulled him to the side. I was like, I'm so sorry, like, that you were being an asshole. Um, but, like, I'm just saying, like, uh, for me, I definitely think the scene was edited. But, like, at the same time, I think, like, the chill reaction, like, right when it happens is very, like, real. 
uh, in my experience. Okay. All right. From from an experienced Drink wine thrower. tosser. It was only yeah. it was a it was a vodka shot and it was only once. Oh, but that sounds painful. It was. It burnt the person, mm-hmm. not me. <laughs> um, Brandy does apologize the next day at a party and Eileen accepts, but she also says it doesn't mean I trust her. And I appreciate that level of sort of Yeah. You know, playing the middle there. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to let you in, but I'm not going to like make you a best friend. Like I'm going to keep, you know, keep your friends closer and enemies closer. Mm-hmm. Like you wronged me before. I got that extra eye. She knows from the soap operas. Yeah. You, you got to know from the first draw when a villain comes to play, they're coming to play and they're not going away. Yeah. It was also weird. Like the whole scene was weird because they were really trying to get Eileen and even Yolanda like chimes in a little bit, like trying to get Eileen to perform for them. So I feel like the whole thing must have felt really just like so bizarre and so like, I don't know, just like foreign, like First, they're going to ask you to play, to like perform for them. And then when you don't, you're going to get like attacked. Right. It's just strange. Yeah. She probably is like, I did not think I had to take my work to my real life. (laughs) And I can't believe these women are acting like animals. So odd. Yeah. But yeah, so that combined with LVP just taking Rena under her wing, bringing her to Palm Springs for her, getting her star on the Palm Springs Walk of Fame, which I've seen many a time. (laughs) By the way, Yolanda's pissed about that. Oh, that she didn't get invited. Yeah, she was she like, is. but that's what friends do. The friends do. They invite you to things. But Jeez. you know what? Fake friends believe in rumors. <laughs> <laughs> and real friends bring you to Palm Springs. Um, but yeah, so yeah. So basically at this point, LVP has started to build back her anti-Brandy mm-hmm. army, which will only go stronger over yep. time. Um, but we have some uh, old friends we need to check in on because <laughs> the first episode of the season, sort of in break from tradition where the white party is usually yeah. a later uh, event, the very first thing we see this season is Kyle's white party, mm-hmm. um, which has gotten bigger and bigger, and now is basically like a work function for the agency. Because yeah. we are in full agency, agency promotion mode now. Oh, it's we begun. have the hats out. Everybody we has have, hats. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> um, but at the white party, we see the reintroduction of Camille Grammer, Taylor Armstrong, and Adrian Malouf, who and are she is covered in her self tanner this time, oh as usual. She's full Ariana Grande, but she, she will really... not sit on any of the white furniture. No. And has she's learned her lesson. It's Barbara <laughs> coming off of like the, the bed. And she's like, yeah. there's, Ramona, there's so much spray tan in here. There's so much tan all over the bed. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's their first time together as a group since season three. It's so wild. That's so bizarre. I mean, I mean, it's been two seasons. So, but that's, I mean, this group is so iconic and we've talked about them on podcasts before. Like this is the real, like, the real OG. Like when I think of my beginnings of Housewives. It's this group. It's mm. this group that really brings me back. Because I think this is the first group I ever felt like attached to. I agree. And like I watched. Yeah. I also think Beverly Hills is as much as people say like, oh, it's the story of, of Kim and Kyle or mm. whatever. Like I think the five of them, Kim accepted, will always be sort of what I mentally associate mm-hmm. Beverly Hills with. Yeah. Yes. And you know, some more than others. Like I don't... I don't have a huge connection to Adrian Maloof in the same way, but like that sort of like different stratospheres of wealth. Yes. The fact that they all really were in Beverly Hills, which is very much not true now. Um, <laughs> Encino. Right, right, right. Holla. Um, holla. <laughs> Bel Air. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very, um, they're very much iconic in my mind. And I sort of see Kim as like the, the, outsider very much yeah. placed as an outsider yeah, yeah. she does a little bit better in this reunion scene she like shows up late and it's like oh it's funny kim's late um <laughs> but this all very much felt like a response to 
how reviled season four was. Because mm-hmm. season four had a cast of um, Brandy, Yolanda. Jose. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> Kim, Lisa, and then Jose and Carlton. Mm-hmm. Jose and Carlton were loathed. Mm-hmm. Brandy lost a lot of her capital with the fans in season mm-hmm. four. Yeah. Um, cause she went against LVP and yeah. as we now know, saying anything against Never LVPs. ever across the LVP army. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> Unless you're Lisa Rinna. I mean. Well, because Rinna is willing to just sort of take the hits and run with them. Um, <laughs> uh, Yolanda was still liked. I don't think Yolanda's issues really came along until this season, mm-hmm. the end of this season. Yeah. And then blossomed into full blown things in season mm-hmm. six. Um. Kim was kind of boring because she was sober and nobody. She was <laughs> boring because she was sober. Listen, I, suppo- I support her. In her recovery, no, so do I. She was boring in season four. I mean, we got to call it like it is. This is we're real up in here. Yeah. And H and B, we keep it real. The only interesting thing she did all season was throw that Coachella themed party for her <laughs> daughter, which was iconic. I will say, Coachella themed anything is iconic. It for was me. iconic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so bringing all of them back feels like a very purposeful move on the show's part mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, you know what? Like, here it is. We're all, the gang's all back together again. So remember the good times. Forget about that last season that was trash. Yeah. And Andy even mentioned on some Watch What Happens Live. Mm-hmm. It was back when they used to do those extended bits online where a housewife would get to sit across from them and ask him oh. questions, which I really miss. And I really wish they would bring those back. I want to say it was Kyle's um, uh-huh. or one of, I think Kyle actually did too. I think it's one of Kyle's that he was like, yeah, it was very, it was right after the season had aired. And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I very much felt like that was a response to it. And, and mm-hmm. like, you know, it feels like the past season didn't even happen. And, and very rarely does the show openly admit that seasons are bad. The show still won't admit season eight was terrible, which is why they, they were like, you know what? After that terrible season, what we're going to do, we're going to add Denise Richards and everything else is going to stay exactly the same. We're just going to ignore. Yep. And then ignore, ignore. we've had this season, which I love, but most people have hated. I really have enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think because it started off so strong, it's like, how do you... It's very Vanderpump Rules season six. Yeah. In that regard, where it was like, the first half was so unimaginably strong yeah. that it like, once your conflict sort of dies out, it's... Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, I feel like you have, you have a, an explosive, at least end of season one. You have an explosive season two. You have an ex- like an equally explosive season three. Fizzle out season four. Kind of bring it back season five. Have some big moments in season five. Have some big moments in season five. Have some interesting moments throughout. But then it's not, you're never getting back to that like craziness that was at the beginning. And also it's because we have people who have built their brands on this. They've yes. now been here forever right. and they're not in the same way as the New York cast where they're kind of a little bit more willing to kind of look stupid or say stupid. They're also things. legitimately friends, which yeah. I, I, I sort of thought we were getting to with yeah. the, with the RV trip this season. Yeah. I right. loved that episode. I thought that episode was fantastic. Yeah. I loved seeing these women like, Dorit playing beer pong was is the wild. Is the most enjoyable Dorit has ever been on the show. I've never liked her more than yes. in that moment. She was legitimately a real person. Except in that moment. she was putting her elbows a little bit yeah, over the was. table. She was. I just want to say that just for the rules. Yeah, Camille's big about her beer pong rules, so don't. I, yeah, mean, I got we yelled played. at a lot yeah. when I would play. Yeah, but you still managed to have Camille in there, sort of 
stirring up a little bit of mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Camille deserves a diamond again. I'm telling you. I think I she's know. really shot herself in the foot because fans hate okay. her now. Yeah. I mean, she's the villain. Like she's a prime. Like like Armin loves Luann because he's like, oh, she's prime TV. She's a villain. I love. C- Camille but we've because done she's a this. Yeah. I know, but I I love it. I love. I want to bite it. That's who you're pretending to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm digging Camille's. Literally, like I don't give an f anymore. I'm exposing Dorit for all she but, is. But here's the thing. I think we should just do a shakeup. Like I don't even yeah, think we need to keep bringing these people back. Well, I don't care about who, what young guy Adrian is dating in this day and age in 2019. Like I don't care. Right. I don't really care about the only person I want back is Dana Pam Wilkie and. I will Fair. not. I will not accept anything else. She's also like hitting hard times, so maybe we. She could deserve like you know a little bit of screen time. I to only pay want back. her as a friend of. I don't really I'm, want. Her I'm still committed else. to my idea that for season ten they should do an anniversary cast, and it should be <gasps> Kyle representing the OG, uh-huh. uh, uh, Camille representing early seasons, sure. um, Denise representing the most modern mm-hmm. season, Erica and Rena representing those particular eras, and then I can't remember. Brandy. Hoise? Oh, yeah, and Brandy yeah. coming back. Me, and re- <laughs> Brandy representing seasons three and four. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you have, like, not only a cast that transcends all these years, but also a cast that legitimately has right. beef with each right. other. Yeah, it'd be and so And history good. at the same time. There's beef, but there's also history, which I think is always important because... Then, right. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, Beverly Hills is the show that is most cognizant of its history at all times, yeah. right? Yes. Like, this season, season nine, and also this season that we're talking about, season five, both have constant flashbacks to the past. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I think it's fascinating how many, in season nine, how many characters from the past we've just seen, even in just, like, cuts of flashbacks, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you've probably seen 95% of the housewives who have ever been on the show. I think there was a shot of Carlton at some point this season, I was like... <laughs> Okay, like they, like casual Carlton. Yeah, um, I love that they brought Brandy back for the scene with Denise. I loved that yeah. scene. I thought I that was that was yeah. great, and that was it was prime like old Brandy where she's mm-hmm. like, you know, I wanted a one glass. If you don't give me yeah. one glass, I'm gonna kill you. Like yeah. it was so perfect. Oh my god! But oh, the people on the fucking subreddit. The subreddit has gotten <gasps> toxic, being so pro oh, LVP. No. Um, but they were like, why would she say? Why would she threaten to kill the waiter if he didn't? And it's like. Do you not get a joke? Do you not get a joke? Like this is who Brandy is. Anyway, so part of me, uh, part of me wants show people. Yeah, part of me wants that anniversary cast, and part, part of me was the, the yeah. Is it going to be the too fans much? would never yeah. appreciate the anniversary cast anyway? We would yeah. appreciate it. I oh. would. I would be like, I'd live watch every week with y'all. I would scream. <laughs> I I am glad though. Going back to Camille, if mm-hmm. she is going to come back, like I'm glad we're out of the what I always call the Camille saying hi era, <laughs> which was from season five to season. A little bit of eight, where it was just like Camille's only thing was to show up at an event and go hi, and the little card would yeah. come up saying Camille. She went, "Oh my god, how are you?" Literally no other contribution. Yeah, she just like disappears into the background. She's like, "Until I come return, season nine. Yeah, but yeah, that was what had everybody declaring her Saint Camille. That was why everybody yes. wanted her back full time, and then then we got her back, <laughs> and then season nine happened. I mean, I honestly think her behavior this season was bad, but I don't think the fans would be as violently against her if she didn't come out as pro Brett Kavanaugh. Like, I, I, I yeah. gotta say. That was such an unforced error. That yeah. was so bad. Yeah. That was, I mean, it was rough. Um, I mean, you know me. I love Camille in her good and her bad. I've always this, been a fan. This was, a, I've always and, been a fan too, but this no, was too much and for no, me. Yeah. And I know, and I'm saying this was like, this is where I was like, uh, it's hard. And it's hard to look But also to to like defend it on the show. Yes, that was the worst. And you it's have Rena literally being like, come on. I know. Dude. 
in that group of women who many of them were assault survivors, Seriously. which I know that Camille herself also survived assault and abuse and, and felt empowered to make her own decision on this in that regard. But like, if you're sitting in a room of people who are all saying this as, as an assault survivor, I feel a very specific kind yeah. of way about this for you to be the one who's like, well, I'm an assault survivor and I don't feel this way about yeah. this. It's like, that doesn't invalidate their experience. It, exactly. Yeah. That was the biggest exactly. thing is like, when she was given the opportunity to explain her position, she was just like, well, I feel this way and this is how I reacted in this situation. It's like, well, it's not everybody's going to react. Not That's the whole same. issue. When she was like, why didn't she report? It's like, you're what are you talking about. Everybody's going to handle the situation differently. And the fact that you're not, you know, whatever, we don't need to get into this, but like, you know, it just I, seems, I yeah. Housewives history. But I'm also saying is like when people do stuff like that, like, and basically it was like my story is the way I felt and like kind of like imparted on other mm-hmm. people. It makes other people feel like imposters in their own story because yes. they're like, my story is not like this. My yeah. story is not like that. So like, I can't speak out. I can't do mm-hmm. this because it makes you feel kind of caged within like these yeah. restraints. So Camille really did that, I think, and it's and then immediately tried to cover it up by inviting Kyle to be one of her bridesmaids. Oh, that yeah, was and yeah. with Kyle a cap like, sleeve, a cap sleeve. Yeah. Who does that? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, the one last thing about the OGs is that Brandy um, sort of actually makes a really good faith effort to reconcile with Adrian, yeah. and gets what she wants out of Adrian in a way that she doesn't get from LVP because Adrian yeah. is willing to sit down with her. What um, else is she doing? What I know, but <laughs> he's honestly, got a pretty clear schedule. Of the of the people who have beef with Brandy, I feel like Adrian has the most she legitimate has a lot. beef. Yeah, like because mm-hmm. because Adrian obviously or Brandy obviously revealed that Adrian had a surrogate. Mm-hmm. Not that we heard it in season three, yeah, right. but but it did happen, <laughs> um, and has been has been said by Andy on Watch What Happens Live. Mm-hmm. Like that's now of yeah. known it's fact. Like a known, it's not just yeah. gossip. Um, it's the real deal now. But yeah, she. Uh, she, she Brandy does give a heartfelt apology. Mm-hmm. Adrian accepts it. Um, but even when she accepts it, like she's still saying, I was under LVP's yeah. spell and all these things. And Adrian has a really effective talking head where she, I think it's literally like her only talking head of all season. They like, we really <laughs> set up a whole camera crew for that. <laughs> um, and she says, uh, I don't think Brandy is really over, like, it is really able to own mm-hmm. or responsibility for her actions. And yeah. I agree. It's like, I do. I think LVP is a puppet master. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Do I think Brandy is an adult? I, yeah. Yeah. And I, go ahead. I, a lot of LVP defenders this season have sort of used the same argument as like, well, Teddy's an adult, like Dorit's an adult. Like, and, and I don't necessarily sit here and go LVP is a bad person for all of this. I'm just like, I can understand why nobody would want to be LVP's friend if she's doing all mm-hmm. this. I mean, like that that's my point. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna keep my tongue bit on the LVP situation because I've been Since burned before. You've been, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um I mean I've always said I'm pro Vanderpump and I was anti LVP this season because for my reasons. But season five, I enjoyed her this season. I had a lot of fun with this Lisa. This is one of Vanderpump. her best seasons. Yeah, I think she, I had she the really... best time with Lisa. She, it made me miss her. She manages to really mix being engaged in what's happening and also not down in the dirt with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the bit in the reunion and we'll get to it later, but when she calls out Brandy for 
saying, well, I'm your best friend. I'm your best friend. I'm your best yeah. And Kyle's the shit sister yeah. to, to Kim. Cause I was like, that's an astute, mm-hmm. that was an observation that Kyle kept trying to make and couldn't really make it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's actually a really good lock on, on what the deal I, is. I a hundred percent agree. And I think like, well, we'll definitely get into this more, but I do think that there's so much of what, you know, Eileen has said, what everyone has said this season, which is that Brandy and Kim, Brandy is like fuel to the fire between Kyle and Kim. And Brandy is, is kind of sometimes can be like an all or nothing type of person where it's like, if you don't get along with her, she will poison everyone around yes. you 100%. against you. 100%. And I think that, um, you know, I think that she just really, she, she jumps too fast. Like we're going to talk about all the stuff that happens with her. There are times when she's right. And she, because of the way that she executes how she wants to get her point across, it just ruins everything else. Like I think that she does not need to hit below the belt. She Mm -hmm. always likes to claim that it's not, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just retaliating or whatever. You hit me first. I'm going to hit you back. It's like, it doesn't work that way. Like you can't just go through life and not expect people to be pissed off that you're doing that or be hurt or be upset or, you know, cut you out of their lives. Like it's not, it's not okay to just keep apologizing and doing the same shit. Like it's just, it's going to get old at a certain point. It's like that old saying, it's like, don't ask for forgiveness, ask for permission. Yeah. And I think like that's kind of, Brandy lives her life the opposite from that. Or is that, did Isn't I get it the, the opposite? Thing? I think it's ask don't for ask permission, for permission, not, not forgiveness. Ask for, it's actually, I think it's uh, don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Yep. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I, I agree with the other thing. Ask for permission, don't ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shows me how I live my life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, Taylor never reappears after the premiere. Um, it's Tom, totally fine with me. Camille does a few times she, to say no. hi. Oh, I thought you said Adrian. I was oh, like, no. Adrian comes back. She does no. magic. She, Adrian actually. Well, now? Adrian actually has some plot significant appearances later in the season with the Bush Boy. But, but nothing is better than in the finale. They go to Adrian's party, and Adrian does a full magic act, a fairly impressive one. And no one pays it. It's relegated to the bumper. The like one minute thing in the middle of the episode that Bravo used to do. Like it is transcendent how much they don't pay attention to it's, her. It's funny because he's starting there. He's like, everyone gather around. And he starts the magic trick. And just as the trick starting, it cuts to Lisa Ren and she's like, oh, this Kyle Kim situation. And you're like, oh my God, we're not even going to see what's going down. No. And then Adrian comes up. She's like, did you see my trick? And Kathy Hilton's like, you do magic? She's like, well, I did. It was the meanest thing I've seen since the Brandy Bully Hoist. Like, it was so awful. Oh, it was so great. I loved every second of it. Magical. All right, shall we talk about this boring ass shit? Let's do it. Honestly, we're going to have to get to it at some point. I hate it so much. (laughs) But I think this will be a good conduit to talk about like what I don't love about Yolanda Mm -hmm. and her storyline. So you can, you can lead us. All right. Bell Hadid gets a DUI (laughs) in the most Beverly Hills of places while Yolanda and Kyle, who have apparently squashed their friendship, are on a yacht in the Mediterranean or whatever it was. Mallorca? They were in Mallorca. Sorry. Mallorca's mask? It's in Spain. And it's on the Mediterranean. It is. I am not wrong. You are. All right, all right. Um, Which Mallorca looks gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, it does. I love Kyle's 
habit of just taking one housewife on an extravagant <laughs> journey. Like when she goes with uh, Erica to Greece yes. for Tomikonos. Yes. When Erica's performing. Yes. I just love it. She's like, well, I've, I've chosen one and we're going to go somewhere more absurdly <laughs> yeah. beautiful than anywhere yeah, else yeah, we yeah. go on it's these It's like trips. the Bachelor one-on-one dates. She's like, yeah. every season she's like, one lucky one lucky housewife will get to join me on an, an experience that you'll never get to afford yourself. Yeah. Courtesy of the agency. Yeah. Like, I would say that Dubai is the only trip they've been on as a group that compares financially and, and glamour wise to these couple of solo tri- or two, two on one I trips. would say one with the exception maybe of I think that this new this France one they did this season is pretty like staying in that castle yeah but that wasn't necessarily location so much I as see, the, I see. Yeah, the, yeah 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 right right, right. Yeah. side note the fact that Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas got married in the same Provence mansion that they stayed in like, isn't this like the ninth time they've gotten married it's yeah. the, it was the second time they get married a okay. lot. They got married in Vegas after the music awards, oh, and then feels they, like they got married like seven times. I'm all up in this Sophie Turner, <laughs> and she's. Such I, a love big, I think she's a big Housewives fan, so I feel like oh, maybe you I'm know sure. she pulled some strings. Possible. But yeah, so before she goes on this trip, Yolanda is like, "We'll see what I kind of Bella- can't wait to see what kind of trouble you get into." Whoops! And she's like, "I'm not going to get in any trouble." <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of like weird setups. She's like, "Yeah, Bella, like I can't control her. Like she's just flying around Malibu." There's like, a lot of foreshadowing. There's so much foreshadowing. Um, there's this like very sort of real moment, I guess, with Yolanda, which where she gets the phone call, yeah. locks herself downstairs, like so disappointed panics, with her so actions. Disappointed yeah. with her actions, like there's that weird like where she, where Kyle goes down to check on Yolanda, check on Yolanda, producer term, um, goes downstairs. Yolanda like yanks the door shut, probably took off her mic, like, mic yeah. or wrote something down. It was very strange, and then all of a sudden she has figured out like what she's going to say about it, how she's going to handle it, what the appearance is going to be like already probably has like a, like a PR person on someone. That's who she was on the phone with right after David a hundred percent was like, okay, PR, how are you swinging this? Which was to say that they had, she had a glass of wine with some friends and then just got a DUI. Yep. And is, how much did you say over the limit she was? She was she was double limit. She was point so one four. Just a glass of wine. Yeah, you know, not just, just a glass of wine. She almost hit us. She almost hit a sheriff's car, and she she ran a stop sign on the PCH. Which like it's the PCH? How so, do you run a stop sign? She's gonna have a Caitlyn Jenner situation <laughs> if she like so real. Girl, enough. A lot of actions to be disappointed by. Yeah, you know, a lot of actions. I mean, the thing about Bella is like I forget that this happened. Like with Bella in like like the pop culture now, sure. like I don't even think about her DUI. That's called money, yeah. exactly uh-huh. right. It's also okay. So uh, again, sort of alluding to my problems with Yolanda being on the show. <laughs> I, he's like, Kevin's gonna go. In. He's, he's like, like, get ready. <laughs> really think the Bella and Gigi of it all had a deeply destructive effect on Beverly Hills for a couple seasons mm-hmm. because it led into fucking. Amelia and Delilah Bell oh, yeah. from the Rinna fam- from the Rinna Hamlin family, <laughs> the Hadid um, sisters, Beta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Even though I love myself some Delilah Bell and her like trashy UK Stephanie Pratt excursion she's going on now, <laughs> I'm like waiting for her to like develop her accent and then come back and be on the hills to beginnings. Oh my god, I would die. Um, she's gonna be on Love Island. I'm telling, or the only way is us. Oh my god, she might, be on, she might be on. Uh, are you the one? Uh, oh my god, with all of the gender. Yes. No, 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 like a new celebrity. Are you the one? Oh, uh, no. But yeah, ah! no. sorry, I'm a That's like freaking me out. I love, I love that. Um, but yeah, she, she, 
Yolanda put so much focus on these kids, and I know that was what you needed to do at the time mm-hmm. because they were coming up as a brand. But I don't watch Housewife shows <laughs> for the kids. I have ne- I talk about this constantly. I have never mm-hmm. watched a Housewife show being like I really love the kid. Like the only kid I like Melania is- Dudas. No, <laughs> although. <laughs> Release her bops. Um, <laughs> no, I love um, Vicky's daughter. Um, oh, Brianna, because, Brianna, because she's the one who will who will get in the dirt with them. Like yes. she's, she's tremendous. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's like great. almost a friend of because she's like older, yeah. so she like is friends with Tamara on the side and stuff like that. She's the only daughter I like, mm. and Mama D on. Uh, Dallas is the only parent I like. You're not a big fan of Dale? Uh, Dale? Tinsley's mama? No. You don't like Mama Joyce? Dale. I hate Mama Mama Joyce. <laughs> mama Joyce, <laughs> 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 um, But no, I, I I don't give a shit. I want... And it, it, to me, it's as grievous a sin as LVP trying to make plots about mm-hmm. Max or Pandora. It's sure. like, I... You're not on the show to show me your kids. You're on the show to show me you. Mm-hmm. And it is indicative to me that the second the show did become about her in season six, her stock went down like crazy. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think there's anything there with Yolanda. I think she's sort of a... It's mostly lifestyle. A cloud of, of lifestyle. Yeah. That like the second you start to penetrate it, it's like, oh, you're kind of fucked up. Like, I mean... The fact that she's like, I'm just going to support Bella and all she does and gets her like a brand new a apartment. A two-bedroom apartment in New York City. What the Fully fuck? furnished with an interior designer. And they're like, you oh, no, we like the shorter dresser. Put that girl in a and dorm. They, and they talk about how, like it drives me insane. They talk about how she is being held accountable because she was a, had her phone taken away for three weeks. Oh, she my was God. off social media. Wow. Which literally like... She probably branded as a social media break when she came back. She was probably like, I had to take some time away from the toxicity of social media. Um, They meanwhile, she has three phones. Yeah, she just got one of them taken away. She has to pay. (laughs) She has to pay for her with her savings. With her savings, which is probably which is more than most people's college tuition. She's literally just like throwing like five dollars, like us money, into like a pot and be like, "Hmm, okay, I paid for the DUI. And didn't she have to do community service or something like that, or not even? She didn't say anything about community service on the show. I think she's probably also lucky because she was 17, so they probably got her oh, yeah, as a yeah, minor, yeah. which is a lot easier yeah. to... Would you know that from experience, Edward? No, I don't, actually. <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's it nothing is... to hide here. Do you want to talk about the husband? Talk about my husband, Kevin. Come on. It is like something that you want to be... <laughs> Let's not get out what you don't want to. <laughs> what you don't want to... What is it? What is it? Say it. Exactly. Eat you a piece nothing. of bread. Eat a piece of bread and then we'll talk. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just... This could have been such an interesting storyline. I know it's a, it's a kid, but it could be an interesting thing. And then it's just not. It was just really disappointing. And I, you know... Because Yolanda's ultimately going to yeah, she's going to daughter. squash it. It's going to be over. I get it. And, the, you know, we don't... I don't like Yolanda because she's the most, like, obviously I I thought she was real. I wanted her to be real, but like, I don't think she's, you know, that genuine or honest or open about who she actually is and what she goes through. So it is what it is. You know, there's not much else to say. No. Uh, Brandy sure tried to make it a plot though. Uh Oh, (laughs) every time anyone wanted to say that Brandy might also have a problem with alcoholism because let's be real. It's possible that her 
Because she, okay, let me say it like this. She doesn't um, necessarily have a problem, but she does drink. And she does drink, which she is 100% allowed to do. But being friends with Kim, who is newly sober, who is obviously going through a lot of things in her life that could lead her to relapse, probably Brandy was not the best person to have in her life. No, and I also think Brandy does have a drinking problem, but I don't think it's the way we think about it. It's not. I don't yeah. believe Brandy Glanville is an alcoholic. No, 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 no. What I believe is, and I, I'll share my own personal journey with this, like there was a period of, of several months where I did not drink mm-hmm. because I was worried that I had a lot of things going on in my life. I had been through a breakup. My dad had still, I was still within a year of my mm-hmm. dad passing. Um, I had moved from New York to LA. I had a lot of different things and drinking was exacerbating all of those problems. Mm-hmm. So like I drink and then all of these emotions would come out in really inappropriate ways. I lost a best friend over it. Like it was a incredibly shitty situation. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I stepped back, I stopped drinking, I went to therapy. And by the time I started drinking again, I was very, sl- I, you know, I went back to it very mm-hmm. slowly, but I had gotten everything else under control where when I got drunk, it was like I was fun and fun and laughing again. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was letting all of my traumas out. And I know that if I were to get to a point where I have a lot of shit happen again, I would probably need to lay off drinking yeah. for a while again. Because it's not... We, we're really binary about the way we think about drinking problems in, in American culture. It's mm-hmm. it's either you're an alcoholic or you don't have a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, there's a lot of problems associated with drinking. Sure. It's just not all of them are addiction. Mm-hmm. A lot more just like... They don't make you a good person. And mm-hmm. Brandy's not a nice person when she's drunk. Or maybe you rely on it as a method of coping with other things, yes. which I think she 100% does. And, and kind of like, you know, it's it's this thing where she she's stressed about whatever she's going through with her husband. She's stressed about this, that, and the other. She drinks to forget or to, you know, ease the, the tension or whatever. And that's the kind of stuff that Kim should not be like exposed to or seeing that because then she thinks, oh, okay, it's okay if I just have a drink here and there, blah, blah, right. blah. And Brandy literally says at the reunion, she's like, I drink to hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like I can't interact in this scenario without being drunk. And it's like, yeah. if you're saying that to someone who's an alcoholic, they're going to be like, well, I can't go into a situation without being intoxicated in some reason, which is possibly why... Kim took the pill before poker mm-hmm. night because she's like, this is going to be a stressful situation. The cameras are going to be there. And you know what? I, yeah, I feel bad, which I, first of all, the hospital thing, we're going to get into it. I, that is holes in that story. Right. Oh, often, right. right. Um, but I think that was kind of the real reason is she's like, everyone else is drinking to deal with this. I can't drink. I'm going to pop this pill because it's the easiest way around. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. put a pin in poker night for one second. Cause yes. we are oh, going to yeah. get right we back to get it. Into that. But the reason we were talking about this in the first place is because when Brandy, uh, is oh, right. when Yolanda brings up because Yolanda's really insistent all season about like Brandy control your drinking mm-hmm. and Brandy's pushback because we were talking earlier she loves to push back she likes to give it as, as well as she gets it um, she brings up that the tabloids quote well she can't really say tabloids yeah, unfortunately yeah, yeah. she says like people um, worst, thi- worst thing about these shows is that they can't just like say it's when they're so in the press um, it wasn't always like that if you remember season three of New York yeah. Bethany and Jill talk about being in the yes. press. Like, it didn't used to be this weird cone of silence thing about it. I hate it. Anyway. Well, and New York always brings up page six. Yeah. Even in current true. seasons. Yeah. They're like, oh, I saw it in page six. Well, oh, Radar Online, six. too, was uh, season two and three of uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah. So, like, why are there, like, two acceptable publications <laughs> to talk about? <laughs> and it's Radar else. Online. <laughs> Radar Online. <laughs> and page six. And page six. The OC Vanderpump, Sun or something like that. Vanderpump Rules can't talk about the tabloids <laughs> either because Miami Girl came from a tabloid story. Yeah. 
And Kristen had to be like, I heard about it on social media. Yeah, and then it's through like, Instagram. Yeah, all the little like word on the street, like yeah. social media, the all, the, all the coded yeah. words. Word, for... on, word on the street, Atlanta word on the street, not Potomac, Giselle's taglines. <laughs> word on the street is that I'm the word, I'm on, the word the on the street. <laughs> Her tagline this season not being about word on the street was the most crestfallen I felt. <laughs> in a You're long, like, I don't know how to move forward. I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> There's no more word on the street, Kevin. Yeah, the no. Effectively That's going to be the next the one. The word on the street is quiet. The word on the street is there's no word on there's the street. There's no word on the street. Anyway, sorry. So so the tabloids are apparently saying that Bella's an alcoholic because of her DUI. And Brandy brings this up on camera and Yolanda is furious mm-hmm. with her for bringing it up. Um, she calls it a personal attack, which I don't really think it's a personal attack. I think it's just Brandy deflecting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brandy's the queen of deflection. She's like, if my problems will, let's look at yours. And mm-hmm. it's honestly, like you were saying, all to do with the drinking. And I think she does have... A problem with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Very seriously. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Gigi's going to school for cr- criminal psychology. <laughs> yeah. Wait, criminal psychology. Did you think she was going to be like CSI or some shit? I think like, she. I think she watched a little too much CSI and was like, because there was a time when, like, I remember, like, my friends were all like, "Oh, I'm going to be a CSI agent." Like, I'm, and it was because of the show. Everyone Those shows like, were so popular. It was like the yeah. big deal. And how long did did Gigi last in NYU? It's like a year, right? It was, yeah. Maybe. It was like literally no time at all. And I love how her mom, like every time they're like somewhere new, she's like, oh, Gigi's in GQ. Look at, oh, Gigi. oh, Gigi's in Vogue. So weird that she's today of all days in Vogue. Like every situation. And you're like. Which is why it was so sad in later seasons when Rinna was like, they're in like Japanese Vogue or something. I'm like, this is so like, that's cool. But like, this looks like so budget Hadid. Yeah, like, so, don't like budget Kardashian, Shayna, budget yeah. Hadid. Um, I gotta say though, Amelia Gray is becoming a model in her own right. She is on the 405. Like when you are passing like Playa Vista area, her face is on that freaking skyscraper for Two Face Cosmetics. She's driving on the 405. Speaking of Two Face, um, <laughs> but yeah, so this comes back up in a big way. Not this criminal psychology, do you? Yeah. Um, in the reunion, when the other women are frustrated that mm-hmm. Yolanda didn't go after Brandy harder for saying the thing about mm-hmm. Bella, um, and a viewer question actually points out something fascinating, mm-hmm. which is Yolanda spent the season sort of defending and taking care of Brandy when she accused LVP of quote unquote mothering Brandy this past uh, the previous season for doing the exact same thing, which is very much hitting on that power struggle I was talking about from the Tamara Tattles blog. So like once Brandy was no longer an LVP minion, Mm -hmm. Yolanda needed her. And so all of a sudden it's like, Yolanda's the one who has to foster this relationship and do all Yolanda has to foster. Foster Yolanda. Foster this relationship. (laughs) And do the mothering. And it's like, Yolanda has no good answer for that because the answer is, I need her as a tool against her. But they're not going to talk about that Uh because it's all silent. It's all Cold War. It's all silent. The yoga, the cleanse. When she brings the yoga instructor in, she's like, I just want to tell you my friend has gone 15 days without drinking alcohol. And he's like, okay, cool. And we're going to go into the middle. He's like, whatever. He was like, I don't need this. He was like, this is too much. I'm going to go. All right. So that's going to end our part one of our housewives history, real housewives of Beverly Hills season five recap. If you guys don't want to miss part two and three, make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google play music, iTunes, or Spotify. And we will see you guys next time.